full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan full court press. You're looking live from the conference room, <laughs> live at Guild the Mortgage, confines. the friendly, comfy confines of the conference room at Guild Mortgage 180 West, 1200 South, Suite 220. Live here at Guild Mortgage. Guild Mortgage is wonderful. They actually sponsor a text. They've been doing it for a while. They had their anniversary party like, a few days ago. I got the invite, Eric. Uh, How come I didn't get the invite? Well, Eric, what they do I mean, is I say Guild Mortgage for on the, text the line sake as much as you do. of keeping our image good, they said we need, we need the big dog, as what Tony likes to call me is the big dog. And so they said, will the big dog please come? I said, yeah, absolutely. You know, let me, let me check my schedule. It's a little busy, but I think I can make it over. Got a chance to uh, eat some, uh, what are those called again? Those little short, small I don't know, things. I wasn't here. No, I didn't come to no, I wasn't invited. come on. You're the big dog. They're, the, like, they're small. You know all the fancy stuff. They're like tacos, but they're not tacos. Street tacos. They had that and ice cream. Got you some swag stuff we all get. Swag. I was, it was a blast, yeah. So, hey, maybe next year. Yeah, you thanks know, for uh, rubbing that in. I really appreciate next it. Next year, you, you can come, all right? Uh, Guild Mortgage is the seventh largest independent lender in the country, and Carrie Nielsen, who's the manager of this wonderful team, is the number one female lender in the state of Utah. Uh, two years in a row, and is in the top 200 on the Scotsman's Guide's top originators list. That is amazing. I'm not even in the top 200 in Madden yet, dude, and I've been playing five years. <laughs> And she's top 200 on the Scotsman's Guide top originator, originators list. That's incredible. It's up there. I don't know what the Scotsman's originators list is, but it sounds official. It's got to be something Cash Valley based. Too. Sounds like something you would make. Because like there's a Scotsman song. Oh, it's nationally based, so it's not. It's not Aggie. So it has nothing related. to do with like. The, yeah, it has not. Show me the sky. That's what I was thinking too. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. That'd be cool. Hey, even if it is, I mean, that's cool. Okay, right? so it's all right. <laughs> we're live here at Guild Mortgage uh, again, 180 West, 1200 South. Uh, if you want to come by and say hi, if you don't want to, please don't. But you can. What are you doing? Sorry. Would you quit pushing buttons, man? <laughs> Turning off the wrong one. That's the second one. Yeah. God. I'm good. Anyways, good. welcome good. to Guild Mortgage. Uh, if you want to text into our text line, it's open 435 Wait, so you scooted all the way over there, so I can turn you off whenever I want. We are COVID-based, and so we need to make sure that we are six feet apart, <laughs> Eric, for so many reasons. Uh, but I yeah. get real uncomfortable whenever you get too Text close in, to shut up, 435-339-0321. Hey, I was talking to AJ. Have you ever been heart attacked? Do you know what that is? Yeah. You have? Uh, well, not me personally, but it's happened to my house. So, I've, so you've I've ha- seen it happen. To so you've seen it well. happen. Yeah, I had bunch of cut out hearts and like you stick them on the door. So they have this really cool gal. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that she's like getting you know she's absent today, and so they're gonna heart attack her. And I was like, excuse me, I have baking powder. You're gonna what? And then she's like, yeah, we're gonna put you know you never heard of heart attack and. I guess it's like a young woman seeing or something to that effect, and they stick hearts well, on the door. It could be for anybody. And they write like a bunch of nice compliments. 
So here's the deal. Maybe okay. that's why you never here, got a heart attack because they have to write nice compliments. Here is the dealio cheerio, okay? No Wikipedia, no tricks, no jokes. Whoever loses in pick six, okay, they have to heart attack the other dude. All right? So you have to heart attack me. Like your cubicle? Yeah, sure. Why not? And then you heart attack mine? No, I'm not going to because I won. So you would have to heart attack me. You have to throw a bunch of uh, like you know cool. Maybe put some you know marshmallow I've already, pies. Hey, I've already heart attacked your your cubicle. And it's a great big box, big heart, and I wrote on it and what? signed it and everything. And you oh, left it there. Yeah, it's still there. Okay, but we need an updated heart attack because that was from like nine months ago. Nobody cares about that nine months ago. It was so, Valentine's Day. Yeah, no one cares because it was my Valentine's box. It was a heart-shaped box full of meat. Eric, quit getting off subject. You, if delicious. you lose, I want you to heart attack me. And, and then and it made you cry. And don't when be you afraid ate, like, to throw, beef jerky. you know, a couple candy bars on there. Maybe you know, hook me up with Javier's gift card to Ogden, which is actually open, not closed. <laughs> I would appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, hook, just hook me up with some cool stuff of if I win pick six. That's that's all I'm asking. Hmm. Sounds good. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to text into our Gill Mortgage text line, again we're live here at Gill Mortgage. It, this is so cool. This is historic. It's, is this our first live show, the Full Court Press, ever in nineteen years? We do a live show every day, AJ. Oh. <laughs> Eric, it's this kind of sassiness that is going to force me to go to McDonald's and apply for the cash register manager job. You joke, I mean, and I'm you, serious. You go around and I'm like going to be serving double cheeseburgers. Are you going to be able to handle McDonald's? Oh, dude, I love those street tacos. They were healthy. But no, you're right. This is our first is on this our location. First? Man, this is historic. I will say that. What I, location. What I have but done. But more to come. What I have done to bring this show to where it is at is amazing. It is like what Tom Brady did to Buccaneers. It's pretty much in that level. Or what, <laughs> or what Michael what? Jordan did to the Bulls. Or what wow. Adam or what Greg Gostertag did for the Jazz. <laughs> um, I will. I'll go. I'll, I can accept the Greg Ostertag. Dude, he was monstrous. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Not Four. all the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it. Uh, Four seven eight one. Audrey would look amazing behind the register at McDonald's. See, I would. Watch. Okay, so here. Listen, Eric. Here's my intro. Hi, welcome to Men's Warehouse. We have a sale on khakis. I thought we were at McDonald's. Yeah, you but, going to okay, warehouse but I, I think that would bring more sales to McDonald's if I gave an intro like that. You know, something attractive. Hi, welcome to Men's Warehouse. We have a sale on khakis. And then people are going to be like, give me a Big Mac and a McDouble. And then they're going to head over to Men's Warehouse and get a khakis. Um, but, yeah, I, I would look great. I just don't want to wear the freaking uniform. Why? Because you want to show up in your sweats every day? Okay, this looks like stylish. Just rolled out of bed. This, oh yeah, okay, that looks like it's <laughs> gloom and doom. All right, this looks stylish. <laughs> this is 2021. That is 1985. 1985. So good for you. Uh, 471. I would walk away, or I would walk in and immediately turn around. An intro would drive customers away. No way. I could give good, great intros. I used to be the. Well, I, there was a couple times where I was a front office guy, and they loved me at Cashfly Media Group. Where I was the front office guy a couple times. Oh man, the customers loved me. The clients did. It was amazing. Oh no, what did I, I was I need you oh. to write that down. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. Whatever yeah. you need, my man. Yeah. Uh nine four six three. He wouldn't wear the McDonald's uniform because he's clearly sponsored my men's warehouse. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good, that's a great point, nine four six three. 
<laughs> hey, a couple different things we wanted to get through today. Uh, well, of course, if you want to stop by and say hi, we'd love to visit with you. And uh, we've got the van, the fan van, which is new. And I'm not entirely sure if it's like completed. I thought it was like done with its wrap. But as I'm, as you're driving in, like the transmission's going as out I'm, on as you. I'm pulling out. I'm like, uh, I think the front may still have something that wait, will wait, be wait, put wait, on wait, it, wait, wait, like the front interior, or like the front no, like, no, engine? no, on the wrap on the exterior. Oh. But okay, uh, do you want to hear a funny story? I, I think we're good to go. So if you if you're driving on the south end of Logan on Highway 8991, yep, right next to uh, Arby's or whatever that is, across the street from the golf course, right across from the golf course. Yeah, there's a big Guild Mortgage, beautiful building. Uh, duh, you'll see the fan van. We're inside. If you want to come say hi, they have a lot of really cool balloons on the entrance. And come say hi to AJ. Tony's okay, but AJ's what really. I mean, her and Karen. And Julie, all it really makes this business boom, like kaboom, right? Tony's just here to play golf, shake hands, kiss babies, and, you know, collect the paycheck. But AJ, you know, is, you know, bringing the cha-ching. Uh, 4781, your intro would say, hi, I'm AJ, and I hate the jazz. Oh, I don't hate the jazz. <laughs> I don't hate the jazz. I'm not You wouldn't a jazz have to hater. say that. You just, it would be embroidered on your I'm shirt. I'm not a jazz hater. I'm sorry that I was right. I'm sorry that I predicted the Clippers in six and I was right. I'm sorry that I was right. So I'm you're wearing sorry. a jazz shirt right now, but it should have like a big red circle with a line through it. I mean, with all your takes of the last six months. And I was right. Was I right? Yes or no? Your negativity no, stop has it. been correct. Was I right? My negativity has been correct. You've I'm been sorry correct. that You've been me a very negative and person. Colin Coward both predicted the Clippers in six. My apologies. Is it wrong? I think I have the wrong login. Oh, my gosh. Eric, this is not hard, dude. <laughs> it's well, You can tell we don't go on the road very much. <laughs> We've never been on the road. Because Everything is saved in the studio. I, so don't, I don't even remember, remember what our email anything. is. Hold on. i got to look at our email now. Uh, it's like I can't even remember my own personal home home phone number. Dude, it's, it's, it's 1069thefan at gmail.com. Uh, 2776. He texts in, AJ is almost done for 1069 while AJ is done for 94.5 Morning Show. AJ's done a lot. AJ Knight has done a lot for the for that show. 2776. Also, hi, I'm AJ. Did you see the Zach, Zach Wilton game last night? I am a Zach Wilton fan. Is that okay? Or is that illegal here in Cash Valley? Are you a Steve Young fan? Because he played at BYU. Easy. He, uh... Uh, it sounds like he w- we will not see a Jordan Love versus Zach Wilson what? showdown this weekend. Who's sitting out? Uh, LaFleur is not going to have uh, Jordan Love play. That's a word I heard this morning. I don't know if it's changed this afternoon. Nah, if that's what they're doing this morning, there's no way they're today, changing it now. So uh, who's the quarterback? He wants to hold him out. Is Aaron Rodgers coming back in to quarterback? No, they've made it very clear. Aaron Rodgers is not going to do any preseason football. So you have a garbage defense versus a garbage quarterback. That's going to make for a great game for NFL Network. They're going to be thrilled. Now Jordan Love is never going to be on TV. He's never going to play. Are you serious, dude? So he plays one game and he gets hurt? Well, it's, they want to be cautious. I, I think he probably could go if they had to. But... Um... I think it's just a precaution. He needs thing. the reps because, like, I agree. he had one good drive, he and needs... then the next six drives were like me out there at my size. Now, if I'm six foot four, I'm like Tom Brady. I'm cooking it. But I mean, me out there in this in this size, it would be bad. Jordan Love, six last six drives or so were just meh. Well, he needs to get as much 
true football experience as possible. Yes. Because it'll be limited in this upcoming season with with uh, playing behind Aaron Rodgers. But uh, not just for him, but for that organization and their fan base. They need to see what Jordan Love can do. do. Yeah. He looked great in the scripted opening drive. After that, it was mediocre. At best. At best. And then he got hurt. It wasn't like a bad injury. No. Um, so but why are they, you just want to be careful. I was going to say, why are they sitting him out? If this guy's going to be a backup to Aaron Rodgers the whole entire 17 season, uh, game season, plus the playoffs, what are we worried about? Let him go. If it's if it's not serious, let's, man, get him out there. He needs reps. He We talked about it. He hadn't played since January 2020 in a live game in the senior bowl. That was the last time he took a live snap before the Houston Texan game. Yeah, it's a long time since he's seen real, genuine football action. But you, you can do things in practices, and you can simulate stuff. But that's but not it's not the even same. close. It's not the same. It's not even close. No. So yeah, I'm I'm really surprised that they've that so earlier in so much earlier in the week they made that call. They made that decision. I mean, I guess it's Thursday, Thursday morning. They well, announced that he wasn't yeah. do it. But Friday's your walkthrough, and Saturday's your game, and it's an afternoon game too. It's at two twenty-five. But man, the the guy needs reps. He needs time under center. He needs to feel comfortable running the offense and understanding. The, they the criticism that we played yesterday is that he's just taking too long to decide what to do. He just needs to be more instinctual, and that comes through practice and repetition. And they're not they're not he's not getting that. No, none. They're not giving him an opportunity. Barely. Now, granted, yeah, injuries suck. You can never predict when they're going to happen. It's terrible, but. It's, it's really it's unfortunate that it's just the timing of it all, as this is his time to shine. This is his opportunity to figure it out, and time for that organization to figure him out. I just got Prana's tweet. Check this out. This is my uh, rodeo attire for the uh, next Friday for that rodeo. That is going to be me. <laughs> that is sexy. Oh, yeah. I So, yeah, I'm excited to go to the rodeo next Some week. Boots. Um, some overalls. overalls. That's all you need. Shorts overalls. Why do you keep looking length, at the phone and looking at not me? Not full length overalls. What are you doing? <laughs> Gal. Um, because he's not wearing a shirt either. So. By speaking to Jordan Love tomorrow, uh, Green Bay Gazette and head of the beat writing Packer team, uh, Tom Silverstein is going to join us for an interview. I'm excited to talk with him to really get a gist of actually what Jordan Love looks like, not only just in a one preseason game, but also in camp. And the other thing is they only have one more preseason game left, right, after this? Yeah, right. They only have three. So he only gets snaps next week, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers, he's got to be getting it. Or is he going to play it all in the preseason? He he will not. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have made it clear, Aaron Rodgers will not uh, play a down in the preseason. So Jordan Love needs to be healthy by next week. they got to get him as many snaps as possible. He will be. I mean, if if it was a worst-case scenario, if they had to play tomorrow – and he was their only option, a legitimate option, he'd play. Are you worried or do you overanalyze if he plays bad next week, if he doesn't have a good day? Are you worried that it's that it's going to be like, okay, maybe Jordan Love wasn't what we thought he was? Um, I think it'll just be, um, what's the term? Uh, I don't want to say a, a revelation because I think that's something that's already out there, but I think it will be a confirmation of some of the skeptics about uh, why Green Bay went uh, so early to go get him. Somebody that was in a league that wasn't that great uh, on a team that didn't have a history of being that great. I'm not 
don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to just bag on the Mountain West or Utah State, but he's but not at the same at level. Schedule. He hasn't had to face the same level of competition as a lot of other quarterbacks that are having success in the NFL. But even some of those other quarterbacks, BYU, Zach Wilson, he played good competition in a non-conference independent schedule, and he looked good against bad teams. He really It was like Jordan Love. Let's be honest with each other. Zach Wilson and Jordan Love both looked good against bad football teams. Yeah. And then when it came to good competition, they looked mediocre. Just, I mean, there wasn't a lot of a lot of spice and glitter to it. It was like, oh, okay, that's some of that was outside of their control. Some of that was because the the team on the other side was better at locking up a wide receiver or taking away an option that normally would would have been there, and the talent level for Jordan to throw to wasn't the same. Jordan's talent level was fine. Jordan's talent level was amazing. That 2018 team with Jalen Green, uh, around Quavian Tarver, uh, I think he had Jordan Nathan at that time, and then he had uh, one more deep cat who was really, really good. Um, I can't remember his name, but, I mean, he had so much help. Uh, Braylon. Uh, you're about to say it. I know it. Roberts? Probably him. There's one. No, uh, Dax Raymond. Thank you. Jeez. Oh, well, yeah. Dax Raymond. And, and, and see, those are regular. I mean, those were a few guys. Like he had a lot of good talent on his team. Three, two of those guys went to the NFL. One of those guys ended up playing somewhere else. I can't remember where. I think in the CFL or something like that. Um, but it, Jordan had the talent, and he and he was able to do well with that talent. And then when you put him on that 19 team, no disrespect to the 19 team, still some good talent. Jordan Nathan's still on there. Um, COC Mariner, Caleb Rep, huge help. But you saw his talent, or I guess his numbers, really go down. But it was more due to playing better competition. You weren't playing Tennessee Tech. You weren't playing New Mexico State. You weren't playing a bad New Mexico team at home and San Jose State team at home. You were going to Boise, um, or actually you played Boise at home. You played a really good BYU team. You played um, LSU, and LSU is everybody's fault, to be honest with you. Uh, as we talked about the other day, that started at the top. Wake Forest, yeah, absolutely. I just, I don't know. I just think that sometimes we we look at that and we and we say, well, you know, let's look at just the talent only, or let's look at just the quarterback only. And I don't think, I don't think Jordan Love and Zach Wilson. I got to be careful how I say this. Were maybe as, as were as good as we. Th- I guess we saw him in, in, in those seasons, in 18 for uh, Love and in 20 for Wilson. Uh, help me understand here. You don't think they were as good as their numbers show? Yes, because of the competition they were playing. Okay. Uh, I think they're I think they're great quarterbacks that can make some crazy throws that not a lot of guys can throw. That they, can, can, they can can't get away with in the NFL, though. But that's part of the reason why they were drafted. Where that's this is true. the positions that they that's were. That's true. That's true. That they were willing to make those throws. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. And and I I think like if you give if you give Zach Wilton's Jordan's arm strength, he's he's incredible. If you give Jordan Love Zach Wilton's IQ, I guess in regards because he just is so good at pre snap def like reading its defense. It's incredible. Give him that, and I think Jordan Love is really, really good. But if as they both develop it, they're going to be very, very quality quarterbacks in the NFL at some point, I hope. Jordan Love shined when he had 
It was a simple offense with branches off of, you know, simple concepts. Yes. And uh, that's when he was at his best. Change of offensive coordinator, he wanted to introduce some new wrinkles, make it a little bit more complicated, and he wasn't quite as effective. Uh, he was more prone to throw an interception or to miss a side of the field and uh, miss some things. And there were problems with that offense and how it was trying to execute. Uh, coordinator comes in here, and instead of seeing what was like super awesome the year before and just saying, okay, I'm going to keep doing that because it worked and we won a lot of games doing it, it's like, no, I'm going to put my own stamp on it and tweak it and change it and continue to change it throughout the season. And it just that's and that was Mike Sanford. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it was Mike Sanford yeah. Jr. It was just too complicated. And, and he, wasn't he it crazy? It like I remember, and I've told this story before on there. I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it crazy that David Yost had this fat playbook? I mean, it's huge, right? And so we ask him, "How many plays do you run out of that book?" And he says, five. I've ran five plays all season, and they're just like twenty different options in each play. Right, there's very and then it's on up to one. Jordan to a make the right read to make the right hot route read, and to make the right audible call if needed with a receiver or with his offensive line. And and Jordan was really, really good at that. But then when you expanded that playbook, and again, Sanford said he would keep it simple. He didn't, he not did. even close. Yeah, Things got more complicated, and you're stretching the field from sideline to sideline with all this different uh, vocabulary that these guys weren't used to. It just just became too much. I agree, and, and that was always my uh, curiosity about Jordan Love at the next level because he he was outstanding in a system that Coach Yost put together that was very basic, very simple, and um, was easy to understand and grasp and make quick decisions on. And then as that change of offensive coordinator happened, it became more complicated. He was still a good quarterback, but he, you, you could see the struggle that was there. Now you're taking him to a whole other ball game, which far more complicated. How well would he be able to digest that and make a quick decision? And that's the criticism that we're hearing from Jordan Love. Yeah, he's just not making not decisions quick Not that he's not talented. Yeah. Not that he can't make a great throw. Yep. Yep. Not that he's not brave enough to put a ball in a tight space. But it's about making the decision and going with his instincts and understanding why he needs to go that way. Do you just remember? Go. That's, and that's a great, great point. Because do you remember in 18 when he would just, I mean, if it's a play action, he turns, ducks, dips, steps up, and just lets it rip. Like, it doesn't even think twice about the throw. Trust that Jalen Green or whoever's going to be on the other side of the throw be exactly where he's supposed to be. And he did that with C.O.C. Mariner. After they developed a good rapport with each other, he was incredible. Like, he would just let the ball rip. And then all of a sudden, like, he gets into the NFL. And he's just second-guessing himself way too much. Not just trusting what he sees. Not just trusting his instinct. And that's, and that's what Aaron Rodgers had told him is, dude, you got to just trust what you're looking at. you got to just trust what you're seeing. If you do that, you're going to be just fine. Yeah. So, And, and that's, that's only uncovered when he sees live game action. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, it, you probably get some hints of it when you're doing certain situational stuff and practices, but it's not the same when it's guys you're not familiar with wearing different jerseys breathing down your neck or chasing <laughs> your wide receiver. And so that's why it's so critical for him to do this. I really feel bad that he couldn't get this uh, game in on Saturday. Me too. I, I was really and, looking forward to that. 
because uh, I thought when I saw him on the sidelines and in the the pictures and videos that I saw earlier in the week, I thought, okay, look, it's not that serious. He's joining the team. He's figuring it out. Um, it, it's not that serious of an injury. He should be able to go on Saturday and get another game in him and, and more more repetition and more familiarity with what the offense is trying to do and trying to read an opposing defense too. So it sucks. It's terrible. But again, it's just but, trusting yourself. Yeah. And it's just and but you're right. But it gives just him another live week reps to yeah. to kind of digest it. Okay, this is where I need to be in the, my right headspace, regardless of my physical being, and get to where I need to be so that next preseason game that's coming up in a week then he can go out there and shine and show what he can do. He'll be fine. I, I'm excited to see him. I wish he was playing this Saturday. That really bums me out that he's not playing. Yeah. Now I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. What are you going to do on a Saturday afternoon? Well, yeah, now what am I going to do? Now there's nothing to watch on TV. Uh, all right, uh, we are live here at Gill Mortgage, 180 West, 1200 South, uh, and we're uh, talking here with Kerry Nilton, the number one. Did, do you remember the stat, the stat that blew your mind? I love AJ's numbers here. She just brags about Karen, which is great. Karen Nielsen is the number one female lender in the state of Utah two years in a row and is in the top 200. Think about that. Top 200 on the Scotsman's Guide's top originators list. That is incredible. That is amazing. Again, That's you and I are, done. we're not even top 200 in anything. Anything, you and I. Not even in our own building. Oh, not even close. Well, there's only like building, 30 man. employees. Not, not even in remotely close. We can't crack the top 200. Karen Nielsen joins us live here on the Full Court Press. Karen, hi. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, no, it's great no, to have you. Thank Thanks you. for inviting You're us. Inviting Are you us. kidding me? Yeah, this is, yeah we're the we're guests We're the ones here. invading your space. Goodness gracious. Uh, Karen, how long have you been working and serving the people of Cache Valley in helping them achieve what we would call, quote, unquote, the American dream of getting a home? Well, coming this November, it'll be 24 years. Oh, my gosh. And 12 being here at Guild. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, and... and for a lot of first-time home buyers, because there is a lot of them, what's the first question they usually ask you? They want to know if they have to have a down payment, because it's tough, you know, saving for with expenses going up and saving for a down payment. So, but the question is that, not necessarily. There's a lot of loan programs that we can tailor. Pull that mic right up to you, if you will. But There's I... a lot of down payment options that we can help with down payment assistance programs. That's awesome. And right now, with the market... Prices going up, it's hard for sellers sometimes right now to commit to pay in the buyer's closing costs. So we do have a loan also that will cover their down payment as well as the closing costs, which is popular right now for first-time buyers. You mentioned the market right now. I mean, how crazy is that for your office? Bids keep going up. Uh, pricing is going crazy. People are outbidding each other trying to get homes. How does that affect like the lending aspect of someone who's trying to get a mortgage to take care of some of this that... I thought I could afford a house like this. This is the one I wanted, but I really wanted that house, and I had to bid a little bit higher to get it. I mean, what's that? What's that market like right now? You know, it's crazy. There's a lot of offers going all in the same house, but the rates are kind of offsetting the price of homes because they've stayed pretty low. So that's still making a little bit affordable for these these individuals to get into their home. So that has been great because it's been a long stretch with the low rates. And just having the option, yes, they may have to pay over the appraisals right now, but if they can use those 100% option programs and helps with the closing costs, then they're able to a lot of times come up with that difference between that and the appraisal. 
Uh, are you still, because people love doing the face-to-face thing now, and again, as we get through the whole COVID pandemic, they love seeing you face-to-face and, and meeting with you people. Are you guys still doing the face-to-face, or is it more just through technology? How is that working? We are. I have a, a strong team that backs me up. Oh, and, they're incredible. <laughs> and so we're meeting with people every day, and Guild is considered, we're high-touch and high-tech. So we still like to meet with people face-to-face, but we also have the option that they can use technology as well. So we kind of pride ourselves in high-touch, high-tech. And Guild Mortgage is the number one in the nation for customer retention, uh, which is amazing in itself. But in in saying that, what is it that you guys can give to customers that that, that helps you guys go above and beyond that no other mortgage company can do? Well, I would say, I mean, we're ready right here to help through the biggest transaction of your life. We're here to serve long after the loan closes. Guild actually uh, retains about 90% of the servicing of their loans, which means that they make their payment to Guild after. And so our relationship goes way beyond the closing table, and we're here to earn the business for life and not just the transaction. That's awesome. And just tell us a little bit, of introduces to your team just a little bit. You talked about your team and how great they are to work with. How big is that team and, and how, how, you, how have you been able to manage it just, I mean, with everything that you guys are doing? Well, I have several loan officer assistants. So, okay. I mean, there's, there's a lot of leads that come in, and so we want to be on top of it, get their pre-qualification letters out same day. So we, I have, you know probably six licensed um, loan officer assistants so that we can all be meeting with people and getting those pre-approval letters out so they can get their offer in quick. And it just, it helps lighten the load so that we can be jumping on everything quick for everyone and get the loan calls quick. Too. That's awesome. Karen, thank you so much. It's good to have you here. And thank you for letting us be a part of the uh, Gill Mortgage team today. Yeah, it's a take a great risk to let Ajay and or anybody's building and to leave the microphone on. I'm doing court, great. So. Are you kidding me? So we I've appreciate you guys for hosting Thank you, Karen. You're yeah. great. Appreciate yep. you a lot. Okay. That's Karen Nilton, manager here of the Gill Mortgage team here in Logan. Uh, again, live, we are at 180 West, 1200 South uh, at Gill Mortgage. Grateful so to be here. Right on the highway, south end of Logan on Highway 8991. So after the Y splits, you keep heading south like you're heading towards Wellsville. Um, but it's on the south end of, of Logan, right across the street from the golf course, and uh, beautiful building, absolutely yeah. beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break. Coming back, I, I want to talk joint practices with you. Yes. Because this is, I mean, and things got a little bit heated today between uh, the Titans and the Buccaneers. Uh, well, between the Raiders and the Rams. I too. missed that one. Yes. All right, saucy. So we'll get to that here and much, much more. You're listening to the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. 
The American Veterans Traveling Tribute Memorial Wall runs from Thursday, August 26th through Sunday the 29th from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m. at Elkridge Park in North Logan. This memorial honors those who sacrificed their lives for our American way of life and mirrors the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. Special events will be held each night at Elkridge Park, including music and fireworks on Friday evening. The Vietnam Memorial Wall, August 26th through the 29th at Elkridge Park. This event is brought to you by Cytiva, the Cache Valley Veterans Association and American Heroes Motorcycle Association with proceeds going to the Dan Gillenskog Veterans Resource Center. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blatter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. It's back to school time. You're getting the clothes and the supplies, but don't forget the haircut. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look, like Redken, Matrix, Biolage, and Bricado. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. Oh, hey, they're also enrolling for fall classes right now. Create your own individuality at New Horizons Beauty College in Logan. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We love to give back to the community. From August 16th to August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cash Valley. One of the ways you can help us is to come look at the new Harvest Right freeze dryers we have in stock. These freeze dryers will save you money by reducing waste. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. This is Ryan at My Mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well or forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston? Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep-deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart, Lewiston. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? School is out and summer's here. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent at Alpine Home Medical. We offer you the best quality products as well as excellent customer service. Whether you're in one of our 10 retail stores or shopping online, we'll provide you with the best experience possible. From CPAPs to compression stockings to portable oxygen concentrators, wheelchairs and scooters, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com. We bring wellness home. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a Lone Star State battle and bragging rights are on the line as the Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the preseason continues on. Will the Cowboys find the win column, or can the Texans make it two wins in a row? It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Saturday, beginning at 5.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Full Court Press 106 on FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com. We're streaming on our free mobile app, 1069thefan, live at 180 West, 1200 South, south end of Logan. 
here at Guild Mortgage. Uh, happy to have Guild Mortgage uh, be uh, a partner with us in the Full Court Press. By the way, Guild offers a variety of loans, including conventional FHA, VA, and USDA jumbo loans, and many more. They pride themselves in doing what they can to help borrowers find loans to fit their life. Again, Guild Mortgage uh, is a team. Own what you want. Own what matters. I was like, wait, I think I butchered you that. You just made up your own little No, I there. said, oh, I said, own, and I was like, crap, I can't you know remember what? the rest. I think this is what it ought to be. <laughs> I go. This sounds great. I go into, hey, uh, hey, I, go to, hey, I so turn to AJ, and I'm like, AJ, you know what? You, you, you really want to sell some mortgages? Own what you want. Listen to the guy who's going to McDonald's with the men's warehouse. Dude, that is a great line. I don't know what you're talking about. Don't get sassy with me. Hey, they do sponsor our uh, text line. Yes. And uh, from 9315, what would Ajay take on the wind? Hope he doesn't have a comparable at the live show at Mortgage Company. What? <laughs> Translate for me, Eric. I don't know. Translate Le- what that means. Leon Rose is... Uh, Sometimes the voice to text or something doesn't quite translate. <laughs> it's like, never mind, I'm not going to say that on there. <laughs> what would Ajay take on the wind, question mark? Hope he doesn't have a comparable at the live show at Mortgage Company. Okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad yeah, thing I what you just said. I don't know. That was disrespectful, 9315. I don't know what I did to you. 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in on our Guild Mortgage text line. And Ajay, we've talked about how... Jordan Love will not be with the Packers no. this Saturday when they have a preseason game against the New York Jets. Actually, those two teams have been scrimmaging together, and this has become more of a common theme where teams, two NFL teams, will come together. They'll scrimmage together before their uh, for their preseason game. And uh, one of the big storylines this week is Zach Wilson is just fawning over Aaron Rodgers and how he loved him when he was young and he was a the quarterback that he compared himself to and tried to model his career after. And he's in Green Bay, you know, getting ready for this whole thing. And so that's been a big storyline. The other storyline is that some of these uh, joint practices have gotten a little out of control and makes me wonder the wisdom of doing this. Uh, They're great. Several fights broke out, uh, a full-on brawl. No Between way. the Raiders and the Rams. Oh, I need to see that. And then tempers, there's another story, tempers flare at intense Tennessee Titans, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, they had four fights in joint theirs. practice. So uh, with the, with the uh, Raiders and the Rams, Coach John Gruden's like, all right, everybody to the buses. We're going home. <laughs> Go back to the hotel. This is stupid. And uh, they just couldn't get a hold of it. Like a fight would break out, and they'd try to break him up and try to continue, and then it would start again. And finally, he's just like, this is, this is dumb. This is great. This is good for teams. Okay, like, I don't know. People are like, well, this is bad for the spring prior uh, joint practices. No, it's great. It's a little bit of intensity. I, I mean, it's, it's like 100 degrees. You're in football pads. You're sweating out there. And now you got to go play football against somebody that you don't know or you don't like. For example, uh, what is it? Antonio Brown, Chris Jackson. Okay, uh, Antonio Brown goes on a on a fly route. Says that Chris Jackson's holding him. Uh, Chris Jackson chirps back and says something. So Antonio turns around, rips his helmet off his head, and then they just start going fisticuffs. See, that is saucy. That is great intensity because the Buccaneers felt like. The Titans brought more intensity on Wednesday, and so the Bucks wanted to respond today, and they did. 
Uh, you had uh, Fred Brown. He got in a fight with uh, Herb Miller, who's a cornerback for the Titans. Dude, even the punter got on in on it. At the punter, he was like, "Dude, you want to go with me? I hey, might uh, be one like five nine, one eighty, but let's duke it out." He got laid. action. I'm gonna get all and year. He got laid out quickly. By the way, I just want to make that clear. So, Eric, my question to you is: Do you like it or do you hate? I love it, but what do you think? Um, before I answer that, I want to get the quote from. Uh, Coach John Gruden. Uh, they asked, what, what's, uh, what did you tell the team? What was the message of the team after calling off the practice <laughs> and sending everybody back? He says, there's no message. They know. They know better. Everybody knows better. And, again, it wasn't everybody fighting. It'll be on TV. You'll see a bunch of guys screaming and yelling. But it was two guys in the special teams period. And then it was a lot of trash talking and that escalated. Just sickening, really. It's just stupidity. I'm done with that. It's just child's play to me. So in the Buccaneers and Titans, it was <laughs> it was a Titans band. Look, it's just being competitive. We you know it's just it's it's, grown it's man competing. Win. Yes, that's what it was. And then for the Buccaneers, it's well, I'm just trying to protect my brother. That was that was the only comments that were being made. Well, is I'm being competitive and I'm trying to protect my brother. That was it. And and on the other side of the Rams Raiders skirmish, McVeigh, that coach of the Rams, I love Sean, yeah, he's like. Uh, you know, we had just a little bit left, so it was getting hot, and um, we just, you know, let's go back. <laughs> I heard something happen, but I, no one got hurt. That's good. And it's, that's it. He's not even he's like, like a yeah, man to whatever. <laughs> uh, Aaron Donald, you know, he's a, he's a dude. You don't mess with him. He says, honestly, every joint practice I've ever been a part of, there was a fight. See? But how things happened yesterday, how physical it was, I was pretty sure it was going to be come back and be a lot of BS. See, and, and there's and there's fake toughness and there's real toughness. The fake toughness is where you just shove the guy and you just trash talk in his face. That's fake. That's like Kevin Garnett stuff. Well, I guess it's happening with this with these two teams during special teams periods. Dude, it's that's like, awesome. The special teams guys like I don't get anything don't else get any going action. on. So I'm if gonna, I deck this guy, they're gonna. Suspend I gotta show me. everybody how tough I am. Suspend I need me. more time. What do I? Yeah. What are you gonna suspend me for? Ten games? Okay, but let's get back to the original question here. Yes. Are these? Is it smart to have joint practices in the preseason? Or do you just work with your team and just do your thing, get you ready for your preseason games, and then season kicks off and away we go? So I was interesting. I was reading the Bill Belichick press conference transcript from two days ago because uh, they're practicing with Washington. And he, and he actually answered that question by saying, it's good for us because we get a different look from different players. We get a, you know, we get to see different, you know, a color uniform, which actually does matter. But then you can also talk to their coach, and they actually decide well before in the, because the NFL will call them and say, "Hey, please put a list together of teams you'd want to joint practice against for the preseason." I didn't know that. The NFL actually asked him, "So you, you can choose." Yeah, you can. Yeah, if, and if the both coaches agree to do it, then that's a preseason game right there. And so what they'll do is, and then they'll, the coaches will talk to each other. They'll put together a script, an outline of what, the, of what each team wants to do in practice and what they're trying to accomplish. And then they'll go from there. Like The Patriots have had no issues so far, and they haven't had a lot of issues, actually, in their joint practices. I think they had issues two years ago against, once you know it, the Titans. But, um, yeah, they, they, Bill loves it. He actually adores it because he, he has a chance to see something new from new players and just a totally different new look while yet still being able to control his end of the practice with his team of doing what he wants to do and accomplishing what he wants to do. 
Yeah, but can't you see that and make those determinations in preseason? Not in a preseason game. In a pre, but you only got three games. You only got three games now. You can't run scrimmages against your you own can't players. Run simulations against your own players. Yeah, you're not going to get a lot out of that. Okay, here's where I have a problem with these preseason practices. Okay, one, uh, there's a greater risk of injury if you get into these practices and everybody's trying to you know one up the other guy. You're not seeing your your normal people where you may be protecting each other. And I get it. Offenses and defenses on the same team sometimes are the the biggest rivals. But going up against some other team in the preseason when it doesn't matter, I just I think there's too much risk that's involved with with uh, injury, some hothead doing something stupid, throwing a helmet at some other guy. And I think are we revealing too much of our playbook? No, early when you're we're not doing revealing these anything of your play. You're not revealing anything of your playbook. Like we're in the middle of a practice. Here's where we are, what we do, how we're trying to develop these guys. If I'm the opposing team, am I scouting the other team a little bit more, a little bit differently? I mean, it's not like you're going to go into the joint practice and they go into a regular game, go into the huddle and gate. Okay, we're going to run X gap 37 blow by on three. There's just no way you're going to be like, let's run the exact same play we just ran. And nobody's going to like look, say, hey, let's watch our joint practices because that's going to tell us a lot. Nobody looks at film of joint practices. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody watches really? film of the preseason games. No. Just coming from what? the New England Patriots fan when oh. they try to video everything. Oh, my gosh. they've Listen to you. You know, Eric, they'll video the sidelines. I swear to God. They won't watch the the practice. I'll quit on air right now and I'll leave this place. (laughs) I'll leave. I'll do it. (laughs) Don't you dare bring that crap up. Look, you're not going to get anything watching preseason or joint practices as you're scouting a team. There's nothing to scout. There's nothing to look at. There's nothing to see, Eric. You're not going to see anybody going up 50% in a joint practice meet. Okay, guys, that's, that's our, that's our tail right there. You see what he's you, doing? You gotta be kidding me. You don't I'm think serious. that these Dead experts, serious. professionals of what they do, aren't learning a lot of information about their future opponents. Hey coach, could we get your joint practice film from before the season started? You don't need the film. That's you're what there. we really need. You're there. You're watching the body language. You're watching how they communicate. You're, you're hearing what they're calling. Oh, okay. Right so, there on the sidelines. So wait, with them. are you saying if a, if a joint practice team plays in them in the regular season? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Uh, how often does that happen though? I don't know. Uh, I mean, cause I know, well, I know Coach Belichick wants to play those games, I guess with the NFC East, those joint practices, and then they'll end up facing them in the, maybe that's why we lost the, the Super Bowl in 2007, Eric. Maybe it's because my Patriots played the Giants in the preseason in 2007, and then in, in 2018, well, holy fetch, here we are. My gosh. We, we know what Tom Brady's gonna do because, hey, we saw it in joint practices before the season started. That's, you're right. That's how we lost the Super Bowl. Couple texts coming through, and then we got to take another timeout here in the full court press. Nine three one five with some clarification. Um, uh, the wind on the sideline of a USU game. Okay, I still need. Some- How would Ajay take on the wind on the sideline of a USU game? Uh, Wait, I'm still confused. Can you translate that for me? Like I'm a five year old. I, I don't know if that's a rodeo reference. Uh, then five two four two makes sense now. Ajay is a Pats fan. Yes. Piranhas, yeah, I'm you a, didn't know. I am a Pats fan. If you're just realizing this, as a lifelong Buccaneers fan, and Tony just texted me because, by the way, Tony's daughter is playing for uh, Mountain Crest Volleyball. She made the team, so congratulations to his daughter. Yeah, bumps um, that spike. What? 
Bump, Did you say set, bum set bump, spike? Bump. Bump set spike. I thought you said bump set spike, and I'm like, dude, that's going the wrong direction, <laughs> out of the wrong place. Uh, hey, we need to take a time out here in the full court press. Uh, but if you want to continue to weigh in, and really, this is the question. Do you like the idea of joint practices in the NFL? Nobody cares except you and I and the teams. Because we had two cases today. I mean, they're making headlines in the NFL about how there's nothing else to talk about. Fights broke out. There's nothing else to talk about. Joint practices. So four three five three three nine zero three two one to join us here in the full court press, uh, or to come down and see us in person. We're hanging out live at Guild Mortgage on the south end of Logan, just right across from uh, the uh, Logan Golf Course on Highway eighty nine ninety one. Come by and say hi. We'll be back coming up on the full court press. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the Howe, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl that might just lead to that extra special moment at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, Cash Valley's engagement ring store where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name. But who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a Lone Star State battle and bragging rights are on the line as the Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the preseason continues on. Will the Cowboys find the win column or can the Texans make it two wins in a row? It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Saturday beginning at 5.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Guild Mortgage. Live. Licking live from the conference room. Eric Franton, Ozzy South Carolina, Full Court Press. Hey, I know, I know what 9315 is talking about. Okay. Um, Please help enlighten us. Well, I was a sideline reporter. Um... I was uh, asked a question, and on live air, uh, it was about the wind. You know, what's the wind looking like? And I said, it's pretty chilly down here. I could use a coat. That was my answer to, because, I mean, we're going about to send Dominic Everly on the, on the field to kick a field goal. Hey, what's the wind down there like? Oh, no, it's a little windy. I am chilly, though. Should have brought a coat. That was my answer. That was your answer? <laughs> it's a grade A analysis. <laughs> That's what 9315 was talking about. Hey, uh, dude, my guy, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, Mac Jones for the Patriots? Dude, he's looking all right. That might have been the right pickup for the uh, New England Patriots. I'm excited about them. I, we're going to the playoffs this year. As long as Cam Newton doesn't touch the football, we're going to the playoffs. 
Hey, we've got an interesting, uh, anom- I don't know if it's an anomaly or a unique situation on our Guild Mortgage text line. I don't even know what that means, but go ahead. So we had 5242 text in and says, makes sense, Ajay's a Pats fan. Yes. And then another five, this was a 5452, so it's a little bit different, but really close. Says, whoa, that was not me who just oh. found out you were a Pats fan. No throwing me under the bus. Oh, man. So, okay, that just, okay. Well, um, oh, my gosh, it is. Piranhas, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, um, but five two four two, yes, I am a Pats fan, but I'm a lifelong Bucks fan. Lifelong until just about twelve months ago. What do you mean until twelve months ago? I was still a Bucks fan twelve months ago. Thirteen months ago. I was still a Bucks fan to thirteen months ago. What do you mean until? I was a Bucks fan thirteen months ago. Only when it was convenient when uh, TV twelve showed up. I was about no. I remember Mike Allstott. I remember the, my guy, Brad Johnson, who won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Derek Brooks. Mm-hmm. Warren Sapp. Mm-hmm. Dude, that was a good football team back in the day. Um, hey, 9315, this all sounds like the talk of a bandwagon Buccaneers fan when Ajay was asked about the wind at a football game. Okay. Do we have to keep bringing that up? Huh? Do we need to keep keep making jokes about me? Um, yeah, because they're fun. <laughs> I mean, do, why do, wouldn't? Do we? you want me to talk? Why wouldn't do you we? want me to talk about the context of that broadcast? Because I'll do it. I'll do it right here on air, and we'll get kicked off. <laughs> I'll do it. You know who is going to come in there and hit the bypass button and just shut us down? I'll do it, Eric. Uh, I, I want to get back to our original question. Yeah, I change it too. If I were you, about um. <laughs> About joint practices in the NFL. Good idea, bad idea. I love them. Look, uh, college basketball does this. You can scrimmage against another team. You you can't have reporters there. You can't publicize who it was against until after the fact. Um, It has to be – it's a closed practice. You can scrimmage against other other teams in college basketball. Sometimes they bring in pretty high-level teams. Others are not quite that high level. And – it's it. I think from a coach's perspective, scrimmaging against somebody else in a game that it doesn't matter, it doesn't go against your wins or your losses, but it gives you an idea of what you have. And we've talked about this a lot, Ajay. When you go to a scrimmage and a big play happens, was that great because of – was that a good thing or was that a bad thing? Was it great because the quarterback made a great read and the wide receiver uh, ran his route properly and made a great cut and a great snag? Or was it bad – because the defensive front couldn't get there, or the defensive secondary coverage was crap. And so when you're going up against each other, sometimes it's hard to know. Did I do a good thing because I'm good, or because my other side of half of my team is bad? So these scrimmages can kind of root some of that out and really give you a more honest assessment of who you are, what your team is. See, and here's the other thing is I think, like we talk about knowing the telltale of the other side of the ball. So, for example, like Shaq Bond, Andre Grayson Jr., they've seen Peasley for how long now, right? Like, they've seen him so much. So they can actually see little things that he's doing that give him, that give those defend, or defensive backs a tip of, of where he's going with the ball or what he's going to do with the ball. And, I, and, and that's a great question is like, where does it come in? Like, oh, yeah, hey, that's a good rep, or I just know it's coming because I've practiced against him for so long. But don't you achieve the same things that I just talked about in a preseason game 
That's essentially a scrimmage. It doesn't matter your wins or your losses. Yeah. But a practice can be a little bit different. But, but with a practice, you can dictate what you exactly want to do. Like, you don't know if you're going to get inside the red zone in a preseason game. Or you don't know if you're going to be able to. Uh, that's true. Or, 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 or accomplish these things with this look. We've got certain situations we need to work on. That we have to work on because we, and if you don't get to them in a preseason game, then you've got to work on another practice, but you've got to get ready for another team. If True. you can do those things with that team and say, hey, coach, we want to work on, you know, plus side of the field, 15-yard line, goal line situation, first and goal from there. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And so there's some value to that. We can continue this discussion. We've got some great comments coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line. We'll get into those coming up next. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. As the college football rankings came out, there's not a lot of mystery. Teams like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma are going to be good. It's going to be up there. Although there are a few outliers, a small group of teams has dominated the top level of this sport. And you can't dismiss the preseason predictions like you can in other sports. From 2014 through 2020, the top team in the AP preseason poll has made the playoffs six out of seven times. It doesn't quite feel stale, but I'm curious, when the playoff eventually expands to 12 teams, will we have a more wide-open feel, something more similar to college basketball? Right now, it's hard to see the championship picture really beyond those three or four schools. Alabama, in particular, seems so far ahead, and you'd think they'd be weakened by losing so many players to the pros, but they keep reloading. So don't be surprised if the teams you see high up in August are around the same spot when it counts in December and January. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last year, there was a victim of identity theft. Every three seconds, a criminal could be spending your money, applying for loans in your name, damaging your credit, even selling your personal information on the dark web. Unfortunately, you could miss certain threats to your identity by just checking bank statements and monitoring your credit. The solution? LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock sees certain threats you might miss if you're just monitoring your credit and alerts you if they find something that could be suspicious. Plus, if you become a victim of identity theft, a U.S.-based identity restoration specialist is dedicated to your case and will work to fix it from start to finish. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock by Norton can help protect your personal information so you can keep what's yours. Save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code PATRICK. That's lifelock.com. Promo code PATRICK for up. Whether you work on your own car or somebody else does, be sure to always use reliable Napa Auto Parts. Find these specials at your five locally owned Cash Valley Napa Auto Parts locations. $20 mail-in rebate on any Napa battery. Chevron Dello diesel motor oil, $12 a gallon. Napa 15W40, $10.39 a gallon. Napa diesel exhaust fluid on sale, $8.99 for the 2.5 gallon size. From Preston to Providence, get your Napa know-how. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. You asked, begged, and even pleaded, and the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We 
Here's what you need to know. And it was a wild day at the yard today for the Angels and the Tigers. Here's a 3-1 home to Stassi. Swing and a drive into left field. That one's got a chance. It's going to go. Homer for Stassi. And the Halos have come all the way back. Santa Maria. Valley Sports on the call. Angels win it 13-10 was the final score in that affair. Baltimore's lost 15 in a row. They got dumped today by Tampa. 7-2 was the final. Mariners and the Rangers, they went to extra innings. Seattle won it in 11, and 9-8 was the final there. Houston doubles up Kansas City 6-3, and it was the A's winning at Chicago over the White Sox 5-4. And about 10 minutes from now, Yankees, who are playing well right now, are going up against the Minnesota Twins. Meanwhile, National Football League Jets defensive end Carl Lawson done for the entire season after rupturing his Achilles tendon in a joint practice with the Packers today. I'm David Gascon. It's the full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Good evening and welcome to the second hour of the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Not evening. It feels like evening. No, it's evening. Clouds. Okay, hey, let it's me still ask just you. just afternoon. It's evening. It's 5 o'clock. No. Yes, it is. 5 o'clock on is evening. Okay, LeBron James. 12 to 4 is afternoon. On your old people. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. is morning. Is you need your early dinner so you can go to bed before 8. Dude, that'd be great. I'd love you to go to bed before eight and get like twelve hours of sleep. That'd be wonderful. Live here at Guild Mortgage at one eighty West, twelve hundred South in Logan, on the south end of Logan. Uh, Guild Mortgage, uh, great, great place. Karen Nilton's led team here. Uh, she loves to get back to the community. They raised. They had a charity golf tournament over the summer. Raised over thirty thousand dollars for uh, local first responders. In that charity golf tournament, thirty thousand dollars. It's incredible. And uh, of course, there is a, there is seventh largest independent lender in the country, and they offer a variety of loans, including conventional FHA, VA, USDA, jumbo loans, and many more. They pride themselves in doing what they can to help borrowers find loans to fit their lives. Again, a big thanks to Guild Mortgage for letting us be a part of uh, their company and and for uh, being a part of our show. Uh, wonderfully led company. Well, they just had a big celebration, right? Yeah, they like had an, an anniversary. anniversary yeah, uh, for they VIP. got a bunch of fancy balloons out yeah, front. Yeah, for VIP only. Um, and it, it was wonderful. It was fantastic. It's like you remember in the office, like when uh, when Ryan Howard invites certain people to come out to a uh, wilderness uh, retreat, and they don't invite Michael Scott. I hate to say this. But I felt like I, even as Toby, got the invite over Michael Scott. That'd be you. And and but don't worry. I I, I think there's always next year, as they like to say as Cubs fans. So, so next year. <laughs> the next year we still won't make it to. The but party. I'm gonna make sure that my wonderful uh, friend here, AJ, uh, gets me that invite again. Hand. By the way, it was hand held, or what is that called? Um, hand held. What is it called? Hand. E- he handed it to me. Hand delivered. It was hand delivered, Eric. It wasn't in the mailbox. It wasn't a P.O. box. It wasn't FedExed. They hand delivered it. 
He's calling me, and why? <laughs> no. I'm well, busy. if you want to come by and say hi, we'd love to speak to you. We'd love to see you. We got the fan van, which is new, uh, parked kind of near the road. Hope you can see it. Wait, nine four six three. Are you guys in the guild office or in the van? I've got a pizza out here in the ring with your name on it, RJ. <laughs> yes, dinner. Uh, we're we're not in the, in the, in the uh, we're van sitting in the van. I can spies. Could you imagine? We're sitting there with all this equipment. Hey, hey, RJ. Some police let's officer just, drives by. Let's just drive around, find an empty park. Eric do sprints out of the van and takes off and <laughs> just leaves me there. Uh, yeah, we are inside a beautiful. Facility. I mean, this place is beautiful. It's awesome. immaculate. It's gorgeous. Beautiful new it's building. awesome. Hey, uh, we do have. They do sponsor our text line. We've had several different texts coming through, and we always appreciate our listeners for uh, being part of the show that way. And this is from five two four two. I'm gonna make sure we say the numbers yeah, properly. Gotta, yeah, no cause of confusion. Um, off topic, but is Giannis a top five power forward? Who's your top five list? Oh, boy. Is he a top five power forward? Are we saying all time or just currently? Yeah, that's a good clarification. Currently, absolutely he's a top five power forward. He's, he's probably the number one, one on my power list. forward. So, so respectfully, we ask you back, 5242, are you asking well, all time? Well, is Kevin Durant a power forward? No, he's a shooting. No, he's I don't a small forward. I him as more of a small no, forward. No, he's a small forward. Even though absolutely. he's seven feet tall. Which is amazing, dude. Uh, yeah. Oh, he says all time. All time. Okay, uh, now we're getting yet. dicey. Yes, he is. Not yet. Carl Malone, Tim Duncan, Giannis. You leave Charles Barkley off of that? Yeah, I would. Moses Malone? Moses I would not leave off of it. Charles Barkley I would leave off of it. Um, Is Tim Duncan a power forward or a center? Yes, power forward. So even in the late years, like without David Robinson, he was not a center? No. There's always another center. Are you sure? Ooh, Five two four two reminds us about Dirk. Okay, was Duke a Dirk sh- Nowitzki? He was was he a forward. small? No, was he a power forward or a small forward? Nowitzki? Yeah, power forward. He's top five. So I'm leaving Barkley out. Now we're not even close. Now it's definitely we're leaving Barkley out. You leave Barkley out ahead of uh, instead of uh, instead Dude. of Dirk. Yeah, I take Dirk over Barkley night and day twice on Sunday. Are Barkley you serious? More, what did Barkley do? He went to more NBA Finals than uh, than Dirk ever did. Appreciate you. Yeah, we really did have pizza delivered. No, I had pizza delivered. What's that? Can I oh yeah, yeah you can yeah. stick around. Hang out. Um, Dirk over Barkley all day. You got to be kidding. You're just now. You're being like no Barkley over Dirk. No, Eric. Are you? I'm taking Barkley don't over do Dirk. That. Give me. Tell me why. Barkley. Now you got to think about it. Go ahead, no, think about it long Barkley and hard. Barkley went to more finals. He was more instrumental in his teams. He took more teams to the finals. Hey, Eric, he was many, part of the dream oh, team. No, 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 no. Hold on. Sorry. How many? He didn't just. No, hold he on. Scored Stop. and rebounded Stop. and defended. Holy Dirk cow! Only wanted to shoot I'm going to lose my mind. Oh my gosh! Don't break this headset, RJ. Whatever you do, just take a deep breath and. Just... Okay, pepperoni cheese crust. You can't smell okay. the okay. pizza. Okay, no. Down. Hold on. He went to more finals? Because I remember Barkley going to one final. That was in 1993 against the Chicago Bulls when he was playing for the Phoenix Suns. Dirk Nowitzki went to two finals, Eric. Didn't Barkley go to the finals with the Rockets? No. i got to look him up. Oh, my gosh. This is so embarrassing. I'm sorry. Listeners, please forgive me of my arrogance 
of my co-host. <laughs> We're working with him. Yes, 5242 Dirk, and I put Kevin Garnett over Barkley. Because Kevin Garnett, Eric, went to two NBA Finals, and he won a championship. Mm, yeah, spicy, huh? Barkley. He was part of a super team. Oh, my it. gosh. What are, you, what are you categorizing as a top five forward then? <laughs> I'm just confused here. No, but look, Kevin no. Garnett, yes. Okay, then JaVel McGee. Where do you put JaVel oh McGee? Oh, my gosh. He's, he's not up there. Look how many rings he forward. has. He's a center. Look how many rings he has. He's a center. Okay, we're talking about all-time centers. Okay. JaVel McGee, an all-time center? No, Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain. Uh, look at all the rings that he has. David Robinson. Um, let's Shaquille O'Neal. I'm just saying, just because a guy has a ring doesn't necessarily mean no, you told he's at me, a whole other you level. You told me that Barkley went to more finals than Nowitzki. You told me that. So you brought up the ring conversation. I'm ending the ring conversation. Dirk went to two finals, went one and one. Won one, lost one. And the one that they won was against that super team of LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Charles Barkley went to the finals with Kevin Johnson, Danny Gage, and, Ke- and uh, Dan Marley. Dan Marley. And they got beat by Chicago in six. And by the way, the team that, that uh, the Mavericks lost to in 06 was Dwayne Wade, Shaquille O'Neal, Eddie Jones. Well, that was a stacked team. And, yes. to, be, and to be honest, True. who was coaching the Mavericks? You know, was that Avery Johnson in 06, I think, with Dallas? And, and dude, he was getting outcoached by Pat Riley. So, excuse oh, yeah. me, I'm baking better on that one. Uh, let's see here. Give me 1570 text in. And says, the Jazz beat the Rockets with Barkley in the playoffs. Remember the Stockton yes, shot? Yes, I do remember that. Yep, that was the last chance they got. Clyde Drexler retired after that and called it a career. Uh, 8003, uh, so he says, Kevin Garnett, Chris Bosch, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale could be an interesting one. Was a key cog in that green machine, but didn't really put up like the heavy set numbers that you would think a power forward should. But he had Robert Parrish... Uh, Dennis Johnson, Larry Bird. That was a stacked yeah, team. Yeah, dude, it was a, you want to talk about a super team, that was pretty darn good. Okay, here's some comparables. Okay. Dirk Nowitzki to Charles Barkley. Oh my gosh, I can't, okay, whatever, go. <laughs> no, I'm just, okay, don't. We can, we can look at the numbers. Okay. And we can make an opinion. Okay. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk Nowitzki was an NBA champion in 2011, was the NBA Finals MVP. Uh, he is also was the NBA MVP, regular season MVP in 2007. Did Barkley ever win one of those? Yes. Oh, we did? When he was Nowitzki was a 14-time All-Star and a four-time All-NBA first team. Okay, so that's there are a lot of other several other things but we'll we'll stay with the highest I'm still level trying to figure stuff. out what you're categorizing as a great as one of the top 5 power forwards like what's your category Charles Barkley was an NBA uh most valuable player in 1993 he was an 11-time NBA All-Star 5-time All-NBA first team So when you compare them you stack them next to right next to each other I have to admit, Dirk's credentials are a little bit better than Charles and Barkley's. If you would have said Olympic gold medal, I would have slapped you across the face because Dirk's not American, dude. And he had nobody playing for his squad either. There are Germans who play. What about that left Oh, trap? my gosh. Don't. <laughs> different, Don't. Different, Don't uh, you dare. I will throw this heads and I will go apply different at McDonald's generation. as a cash register leader. And I'll get that job. With men's warehouse attire. <laughs>
8003 says Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp's not my top five. Oh, Sean, no. No. I mean, top five. Highlight reel? Yeah, like highlight yeah, reel. Yeah, we can talk got, about Sean Kemp and top five dunker. Yeah, highlight oh, reel. heavens, yes. But Absolutely. top five power forward. Oh, my gosh, no. No. Uh, 1570, Dirk was a better scorer, but Barkley, all-around better player. Yes. Dirk couldn't get boards like Charles Barkley could. Dirk couldn't play the post like Charles Barkley could. Right. I would it's... absolutely agree. Yes. But when it comes to leading a team to a championship, Dirk led. Dirk, they had to come Dirk back got it done. twice, dude, against a really good Oklahoma City team with the big-headed three of Harden, Westbrook, Durant, and then did it against the Heat with Bosh, Wade, and James. Dude, that's a tough list to crack. Is Charles Barkley's career tainted or enhanced by the fact that he played on three different teams? So uh, I'm too young and to reach. Each team he was on was good. Can can I ask you playoffs? So because I'm too young to remember this, was Charles Barkley traded to Houston or was he a free agent that left to Houston? Well, he left Philly where he was drafted. I would have left Philly in a heartbeat. Go went ahead. To, went to Phoenix um, as a free agent, and um, my understanding, I, from what I remember, he went to Houston as a free agent. Because you wanted to team up with Elijah Wan and Clyde the Glide. Because they were trying to put together their own little super team. Dude, they should have. And do you know what's sad is they go back to back titles. You know, with Clyde, Mario Ellie, Hakeem Wan, Kenny the Jet. They go back to back titles, and then the next year Barkley comes in and they can't win one. That and, and then they got cooked by the Jazz in the in the '98 uh, playoff series. I think in the first no. I think in the Western Conference Finals again. Well, Barkley had that horrific and, knee. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it wasn't even close that yeah. series. Uh, let's see, four 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 six text in. Uh, what is LBJ? Power forward or small forward? I say he's a small forward, right? I think he came into the league as, as a, a point small, guard. Well, he came into the league with all five positions. He was like well, a Magic Johnson. He's like a Magic Johnson. So he's a shooting guard, a small forward. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it is. Depends on the year. Depends on the game. I would, I mean, he was a small forward in my opinion. Uh, so because when he came into the league, uh, Gibson was the uh, point guard. Mo, no, well, Mo Williams was the point guard. Gibson was a shooting guard, and he was a small forward. Anderson Verishaw was your number five. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Z. Uh, Zikowskis or Zial? I can't remember his name. Uh, let's see. 5242. Oh, yeah. Here's his list. 5242 says Duncan, Carl, KG, Giannis Dirk, in my opinion. Duncan, I would put it one. This is where it gets tough. Man, Carl at two, KG at three, Dirk at four, uh, Giannis at five. I like Kevin Garnett, but I don't. I have a hard time putting him. Why that high is number three, dude? He was an NBA MVP, all-time def or uh, all defensive player of the year. Or all, I guess, all NBA defense. I think like six, seven years in a row, uh, he was a defensive player of the year on point. He got it to the uh, Boston Records, uh, Boston Celtics, to their best record in a regular season. Then went on to win a championship, beating the Lakers in six. Went back to the title in in 2010, one year after he sat out from a knee injury, and uh, they fall in seven to Kobe Bryant and the Lakers. And that series was rigged by the refs. And then in that 10, 11, 12 rivalry shootout with the Heat. Dude, he was a monster. Couldn't we arguably say that Kevin Garnett is the only only guy that's created relevancy for the Minnesota Timberwolves? They haven't been relevant. They weren't relevant before and haven't really been relevant since. 
Yeah, no, I would agree with you. And it's it's interesting because people talk about Ricky Rubio at one point, which is kind of a shame. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else in Minnesota that I would say, yeah, that's 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 your face of the franchise. Like that is when you say Minnesota, that's who you're thinking about. Like every time I say Minnesota, I think Kevin Garnett. Okay, so here's the Kevin Garnett profile. Okay, this I'm interested to hear we about. We did the, the Charles Barkley profile. Compared that to but I really Dirk want to Nowitzki. Hear KG, yeah. Now here's Kevin Garnett. This is his resume. Uh, NBA championship in 2008. Uh, most valuable player in 2004. And I'd forgotten about that. In my mind, I was thinking, I knock against him as he was never the MVP. Well, he was. Yeah, in 04. They went to the Western Conference Finals and lost to the Lakers. Uh, 15-time All-Star. Wow. Uh, he was an All-Star game MVP. Uh, four times All-NBA first team. <laughs> and he was the NBA Defensive Player of the Year in 2008. So he's only once? Dude, that's a sham. That's an absolute sham. That's but like that's, a, that's like Kobe that's Bryant strong resume. only winning one NBA MVP. Uh, let's see here. 5-2-4-2. Is Rodman a four or a five? Rodman's a power forward, right? Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Yeah, he's a... But he's not in my top five. He couldn't score. He's a power forward. He couldn't score. He was a great rebounder. Uh, seven eight five four says Kevin McHale. Two six zero three Chris Weber. No, no. Great athlete. I mean, if we're talking college, he's definitely up there. But he's not in my top five in the NBA. Yeah. What did he do? I mean, with all due respect, I mean, he was great, I guess, against the Lakers. But I mean, they had a loaded team. They just couldn't get through Tim Donahue. <laughs> that's Tim Donahue. Wow. Dude, that's a mess. That hey, was a mess. okay, uh, 1570 says, is KD a four? I have KD as a three. Kevin Durant? Yeah. 8003 says Dwight Howard. Yeah, probably a three. I mean, he – I don't know. It's so hard anymore. I mean, with yeah. how everybody can Position step out and threes. Yeah. Everybody goes differently. It's not your traditional one. KD's a three. Like KD's a but three. But the way he plays basketball, he's a three. Yeah. Because, but are they going to have two other bigger guys out there ahead of him, playing the power forward and center position? Because if they started Blake Griffin, he probably played the again. The four. Yeah, I mean you're playing like a small five, but it's an athletic small five. That's that's the thing. Eight zero zero three says Dwight Howard. No, um, <laughs> Dwight Howard's not even in my top five. Oh, thank you man. for the good laugh. With all due respect, Dwight Howard's a center. Dwight Howard's not even in my top ten in centers. That's that's a guy that had a, so much promise, and so much potential, so much physicality yep. and upside. Yep, it just he mentally was started with a getting block. it done in Orlando. Uh, the Magic looked like this is going to be a team that could you know, be on the rise with somebody like him. But yeah, there was there was something between the years that prevented him from going further than where he probably could have gone. One five seven zero. I believe it's Duncan and Malone. However, you want to order them. After that, I don't think anybody's close. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, Duncan's number one. Malone's number two. And then I think I, I agree. After that, it's just a good debate and crapshoot. Hey, of, while while we're playing this, while we're playing this, I was on Netflix the other night and I watched that documentary of the Mouse of the Palace. Have you seen that? No, I want to. Dude, it is it is uncomfortable. Now, aren't there two different versions of that event? I thought that uh, what's his name Jamal was it Jamal Mashburn was producing a different version 
Like, oh, I didn't know tell this. Tell my story or something like this. I didn't know that. Oh, dude, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. Because this is so good. Yeah. I, dude, it makes you feel uncomfortable just watching it. Because, and, and it makes you feel really bad for Reggie Miller. Because that guy was just like that close the year before, couldn't get there. The next year they had a loaded team, but there was just a, it was a bomb. It was a combustible bomb. And, and you learn about Jermaine O'Neal. You learn about Steven Jackson, Ron Artest. And it just, I mean, watching the fight makes me uncomfortable again. Because you remember that 0-4 oh, that night. so bad. It was horrible. It was horrific. It was so bad. And I saw it live. And, I mean, like, I saw it on TV live. And it just, dude, it is incredible. Like, how much it changed the dynamic of both teams. Like, the Pistons were able to hang on for two more years. The Pacers, like that, done. They were done. Reggie Miller retires. Ron Artest was never the same. Jermaine O'Neal was a mess. Steven Jackson left. I mean, dude, it was an absolute train wreck after that for Indiana. Yeah, it, it was. It, it gave such a black mark on that organization and all those players and stayed with them wherever they went. Yeah. And they could never get, get rid of it. That was <laughs> – I need to watch that. It's on Netflix? Yeah, dude. Okay. It is easily one of the best more – It was a. if it would have been a 30 for 30, it would have been probably one of the more viewable ones. Easily. It's that good. I mean, it, and it makes the 49 minutes go by so fast. Oh, it's so good. It's really, really well done. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to ask you about is, oh, shoot. I was just going to, oh, man, I can't remember what I was going to ask you. Oh, uh, who's the one player that didn't win the championship that's a Hall of Famer that makes, just makes you sick to your stomach? The one player? Yeah. Man, I got a list. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Charles Barkley. See, for me, it's not it's not those guys. It's Randy Moss. Like Randy Moss got to one Super Bowl his whole career. Even on the great Viking teams he had, got to one Super Bowl with New England and they got beat by New York Giants. Never got back again. Like Stockton had two chances and they blew the second one. They played like crap. They they weren't prepared. They got they just man, that was a bad series. That was a more I was a bigger blowout of a series than people think. I mean, it was bad for Utah. And that series was there for the taking. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Chicago dude. got just beat oh, up don't. by Indiana. Don't. And the Jazz were like, they walked through the Western Conference. Best regular season record. Oh, I hate you. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> 1570. Uh, here's a question. If David Robinson isn't with Duncan, do you think Duncan would have been a, fi- would have been a five instead of a four? Yes. Um, I don't know because David uh, Duncan still played a lot of years without Robinson, and, and didn't he still, play the five? Mm, he still pretty much was the four. He still was considered a, a power forward. Dude, he was so good, and pe- just people never realize or understand how good he was. I mean, and if it weren't for that Lakers team, should he be classified as a center? Yeah, yes. he probably should. Yeah, I agree. With he you really much. should. Yep. But that wasn't really the position that he played, even after Robinson left. Uh, six eight nine one says he agrees about Moss. Seven eight five four call Ernie Banks, Mister Cubby, play Indiana Jones. Can you translate? <laughs> uh, as far, maybe as far as uh, great players who never won a championship. Oh yeah, I could definitely okay, see yeah. that. Uh, two six zero three Dan Marino almost signed with the Vikings before he, he retired to try and win a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. Can you imagine if he had signed a year with them? And that's the thing is like, dude, you had Randall Cunningham and Dante Culpepper. 
I mean, you put, but if you put like an, like Dan Marino on that Vikings team, even with like in the uh, in the twilight of his career, that was a fun but, explosive but, group. But here's the thing: is it didn't come down to those guys. It came down to freaking Gary Anderson, who had not missed a kick in the dome in his career, and Shanks won. Like, dude, that's when you know the football gods are like, you know what? <laughs> we don't really like you guys, and we don't want to see you win a Super Bowl. That's what it was. Uh, hey, uh, I'd love to get the, the conversation continuing on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, we are hanging out at Guild Mortgage today. Uh, come by and say hi, or even bring a pizza. That's happened, dude. That is awesome. Uh, Thank you. It's God down bless. there. I'm glad it's over no. there. So it's like it's distracting you. Nine four six three continues to impress me with his great support of our show and great friendship and knowledge of, you know, he's already brought the pizza. Is it? You don't need to butter him up for more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, come by and say hi. We're hanging out at Guild Mortgage, and uh, we're at 180 West. 1200 South. Um, so if you're on the uh, south end of Logan where the Y splits, uh, take the Highway 8991 uh, road that goes along the uh, golf course right across the street from there on the east side of the road. Sup in and say hi. We'd love to visit with you. We're hanging out here until 6 o'clock here at Guild Mortgage. And continue to text in 435-339-0321. More coming up on the Full Court Press. We love being in Smithfield and making it easy for our friends and customers to do their banking. Hi, this is Danny Hansen, branch manager at Cash Valley Bank in Smithfield. If you don't bank with us, I invite you to discover what a great financial partner you'll find in Cash Valley Bank. I'm anxious to get to know you and invite you to stop by and say hello. Now celebrating our second year in Smithfield, located on the corner of Center and Main, Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We love to give back to the community. From August 16th to August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cash Valley. One of the ways you can help us is to come look at the new Harvest Right freeze dryers we have in stock. These freeze dryers will save you money by reducing waste. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. Listen for a live radio broadcast Saturday. Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a Lone Star State battle and bragging rights are on the line as the Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the preseason continues on. Will the Cowboys find the win column or can the Texans make it two wins in a row? It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Saturday beginning at 5.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's up, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hanging out at Guild Mortgage. Stop in and say Hi. Gosh, we even had somebody drop off a pizza. I'm not saying you have to do that if you want to, but if uh, you know if it happens, that's okay too. We uh, we will eat it. Um, Andre will probably eat it before I do because it's hanging out on his side of the table. Uh, anyway, love the conversations going on on our Guild Mortgage text line four three five three three nine zero three two one. Gosh, a lot of different discussions going on today. 
Uh, first, is it uh, your opinion about joint practices in the NFL? Uh, stories this week of big skirmishes going on between the Rams and the Raiders, and then also between uh, the, uh, the the Buccaneers um, and uh, and the, the Titans. So uh, Tennessee and, and Tampa. So they're having these joint practices, and their fights are breaking out. They're having to send people home early. You can't even finish it off. So is it a good idea? Is it smart to be doing this? Or should we uh, just do your practices, get your uh, um, understanding of what your team is and, and isn't when you're doing these uh, preseason games? Um, I, I think there certainly is value in doing scrimmaging against somebody else that doesn't really go against your, your wins or your losses. Certainly we see this with basketball, college basketball, when they can have a different team come in and uh, scrimmage with you, but it's closed doors. You can't allow the press in there, very small personnel, uh, number of people that are allowed, and uh, you can scrimmage with somebody else to get an idea of who you are and what you can do. Um, we've also had the discussion and the debate about uh, you know, great players who never won uh, – an NBA championship. Okay, so Stockton, Malone, or Moss. Championship period. Yeah, Stockton, Malone, Moss, Barkley. Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks. Okay, who's Ernie Banks? Oh, my gosh. Chicago Cubs. Oh, that's why I don't one know him. Great one. baseball players of all time. That's why I don't know him. Just <laughs> um, uh, Also, discussions about who the best power forwards are. That well, That's there. easy. Like it's, like, and I think, who was it? Someone said... Um, Someone said, like, it's Malone, Dunk, or Duncan Malone, and then however you want to categorize it after, but it's not close. And I would agree. 2603 says Dan Marino, not winning a championship. Is there anyone in baseball, though, that would make that, that, okay, so besides Ernie Ernie, Banks. No, besides Ernie Banks. Because, I mean, there's a list of them in basketball. There's a list of them in football. But there's not a list of them in baseball. Well, what about Cal Ripken? Did he ever win one? No, he never won one. Mr. Iron Man? No. Yeah, he never won one, huh? Um, Mike Trout will be on that list. In fact, 679 yeah. this texted in and said Mike Trout. It's a good one. Mike Trout will never win a World Series. Shohei Otani will never win a World Series. Ray Finkel uh, had his chance. Shohei Otani, you don't think he's ever going to win it? No. You think he's going to stay in Anaheim for his career? Yeah. I don't know about that. 5860 says, no one, did Nolan Ryan never win one? Oh, Tony Gwynn. Ooh. Tony, Tony Gwynn. Gwynn. That's one I feel Great bad player. about. 2603, Jim Kelly and the Bills. Here's the thing. I don't feel bad for Jim Kelly and the Bills. You had four straight chances. Four straight. And one of them you got blown up by Dallas. The other one you probably, I mean, it was a close game until it wasn't. Uh, D- D- Scott Norwood cost you a Super Bowl. But, yeah. I yeah, Jim Kelly and the 90s Bills. No. I don't feel bad for him. I don't, but they are great that they didn't win. I mean, they're great for not winning a Super Bowl, but I don't. I do not feel bad for those Bills. I watched that four. I, they seasons. gave themselves every opportunity. Oh, so many. Ken Griffey Jr. never won a World Series. Mm, yeah, tremendous player. Two six zero three. Frank Parkinson. Oh, that's true. Uh, six eight nine one. This is a question for AJ. Ken. Uh, I want to go off subject. I want your opinions on who the Pats' starting quarterback will be in Week One. Gal, I hate Cam Newton. It's going to be Cam, I think, but I, I just – if it's Cam Newton, we're going to go 1-16. And, and Bill Belichick's just going to quit 
coaching. <laughs> Such confidence in the rest of uh, what that team can do. No, well, they, dude, they lost so much talent. They don't have any receivers. Elliman just retired, right? I mean, we got to kill Harry, but he shows up like once in a blue moon. They don't have a defense. Their defense is all right, but they're old. So, I mean, as a Pats fan, I have to rely on my past six Super Bowl wins and just just sit on that for glory. Uh, I'd like to see Mac Jones start. I, I think Mac Jones would be the better starting quarterback. Uh, da, 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 yeah. So, I, I'm going to say Cam Newton. I'm going to say Cam Newton, but I don't, I don't like it. I hate it. And I think Bill should quit his job if he picks him. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't stand Cam. He's heading that direction. Uh, one five seven zero. Who's the worst QB to win a Super Bowl? Brad Johnson Wait, of to, Tampa Bay. To win a Super Bowl yeah. or to be in a Super Bowl? No, to win it. It says to win a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson. Oh, okay. Of uh, of Tampa Bay. Had no right winning a Super Bowl. Trent Dilfer of Baltimore makes me want to throw up. Steve Young. I'm kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Like, whoa. <laughs> Take pot shots. <laughs> oh, do you know? Okay, quarterback. Do you know what? I would put on that list the Broncos, Peyton Manning of 2015. He was a horrible quarterback. He just had a freaking good defense. Uh, he was. He couldn't really throw anything beyond 10, 15 <laughs> yards. Yeah, it was like uh, Jason Shelley, just in the pros. <laughs> But <laughs> with some better people around him to mask what he couldn't do. Oh shoot! Uh, two six zero three. Did you already say this? Hopefully, it's Cam Newton. So they suck. Go Fins. <laughs> uh, six eight nine one. The two free agent tight ends. Oh, got hey, the splinted splinter. Ted Williams batted over four hundred. The only hitter to do so. Never won a World Series. Ooh, good choice. That's incredible. He never won a ring. Uh, five two four two. Mac Jones ain't winning a chip. Well, at least we're going to the playoffs. Playoffs. Uh, six seven eight nine. Patriots will be fine. Nine and eight. Brought back all those opt outers. They'll pull a Bucks and get it figured out partway through and do well. They'll pull a Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks were led by Tom Brady. We're led by freaking Cam Newton. Mister, I got to dress in style, but I got to go play like crap on the field. I can't, dude. I can't stand the this press MVP. conference. I, <laughs> Eric, he took a marginal Carolina team to the Super Bowl. I will Bowl. break this headset. One five seven zero. Joe Flacco. Yes. Oh no, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Uh, worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl. No, Joe Flacco was a good quarterback. Conversation. No, Joe Flacco was a good quarterback. Yeah, he he did his job and he did it well. He he dominated New England in that AFC Championship game. Eight zero zero three. Ken Griffey Jr. Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa probably should have won a ring. Didn't. What did you put, Mark McGuire, on that list? Uh, he didn't win a ring with St. Louis. No. St. Louis didn't win a ring until oh four. No, I mean not oh four. Uh, jeez, two thousand something when Albert Pujols was on the team. Oh, okay. Mark McGuire didn't even see the World Series. Neither did Sammy Sosa. Sosa should have. I know. If it wasn't for freaking the that shortstop who couldn't fill the double play ground ball, yep. Taylor made. Don't blame Steve don't, Bartman. Yep, Bartman had nothing to do with it. Nick Foles, six seven eight nine. Nick Foles is the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. I absolutely agree. Nick Foles is crap. Ty Cobb. But you know what? Everybody hated Ty Cobb. 
I've read stories everybody? about the oh, dude, play that the everybody in the league hated Ty Cobb. Even his own players hate. I read stories about that. They named a salad after him. <laughs> oh my <Sorry>. hell! <laughs> you just made me cuss on the radio right in front of AJ, and now I feel bad. You're cracking freaking fifty-six-year-old father it jokes over here. The Cobb salad named after Ty Cobb. I don't know. Well, what's in the Cobb salad there, Mister Chokes? Huh, Chuckles? What do you got? Go ahead. You make me sick. <laughs> uh, six eight nine one. Talk about a quarterback that can't throw past fifteen yards. Cam is trash. Oh, he's horrible. He can't throw past fifteen yards. He can't make a decision past fifteen seconds. He's horrible. Get like I don't know where MVP Cam Newton went. But he's not with New England. Like, this is a different Cam Newton. Now he's more worried about what hat he's wearing in the press conference. I I don't know who I dislike more on my team. George Niang or Cam Newton on the Patriots. But it's really close. I mean, it's neck and neck because both guys suck. We don't have to worry about George Niang anymore. Thank, our team's going to be better for it. Oh, man. Our team's going to be so much better for uh, it. 9315 Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a really good one. Uh, hey, we got to take another timeout here on the Full Court Press. Uh, when we come back, we need to get into our pick six. Oh, yeah. Do you even have your lines? Yeah, I do. No, you don't. I, have, I, I do, too. I have one written down. <laughs> you have oh, is that what yours are? Here, i got to see what, the, what it says. Oh, so, no, what I did is I put this paper here, so this paper over here could have all my lines so you couldn't see it. Oh, and we got to get into the college football uh, uh, oh, shoot. polls. Are there high school football games tomorrow, Eric? Yes, there are. On Thursday? Tomorrow is Friday. Oh, tomorrow's Friday, huh? We've got a whole bunch of high school football games tomorrow on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> sure do. And we'll run down uh, who's playing where. Wait, your team's Tampa Bay. It's both. What's going on? That's the oh, good catch there, 2417. 9936. 9936. RJ Mark McGuire won a World Series with the A's in 89. Come on, man. I was three years old. Don't freaking ask me what something was in 89. Okay, I should have known, actually. One five seven zero. Maybe Cam should switch to tight end. <laughs> Make it easier for him to get cut. Maybe they can hit him. So All right. Uh, time out here in the full court press. We got preseason college football polls. Uh, who's playing where in high school football tomorrow? How you can follow along and our pick six. It's all coming up next on the full court press. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the Howe, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl. That might just lead to that extra special moment at Jared's Fine Jewelry, Cash Valley's engagement ring store, where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a Lone Star State battle and bragging rights are on the line as the Dallas Cowboys host the Houston Texans. Hi, this is Jerry Recco. Join Kevin Ray, Danny White, and myself for all the action as the preseason continues on. Will the Cowboys find the win column? 
or can the Texans make it two wins in a row? It's the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Saturday, beginning at 5.30 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Court press, Eric you shut your mic off? Sometimes you need some privacy in the conversation. Dude, that's true. Yeah, like, I have learned in my engineering days, Eric, what you do is you just, like, every time you go to break, you wait till you hear the commercial play, and then you turn both mics down. Even when they say your mics are clear, you don't trust it. You just you turn your mic off. That's actually a great point. Great expertise radioism by you. I think I've been doing this for a little while. Oh, jeez, calm down. Uh, it's fun hanging out here at Guild Mortgage in, uh, in on the south end of Logan. We've had some uh, listeners stop by. We had one brought pizza. Hey, that was awesome. 9463 just asked, uh, Dallin's our producer back in the comfy confines of the Cash Valley Media Group Studios. Dallin, uh, what was the intro of that song that we just played? Yeah, I don't know if you can see what that song was, but... Uh, that was a good song. That's a good tune. We'll find it. Yeah. Gaslight Anthem. Anthem. Gaslight Anthem. That's a classic. There you go. Used to listen to that one all the time. Ajay, the AP poll, coaches poll for college football, those are out for college football. And I don't know that I'm really seeing anything that surprises Surprises you. For me, though, when I see these preseason polls, often they're a reflection of what you did last year. Yes, it always is. But are there some teams that maybe got overrated and some that maybe are underrated? I'm still not sold on Cincinnati and Iowa State. I'm still not. And Texas A&M at six is way too high for me. So uh, is Cincinnati an eight? Is Cincinnati the eighth best team in the country? That's bold. Like that is, and, and I don't think they're going to finish at eighth. I think they're below fifteen. Really? Yeah. You don't even think they're a top 10 team? I don't think Indiana's a a top 25 team. The Indiana one is kind of – I'm scratching my head on that one. Coastal Carolina's at 22? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Coastal Carolina – okay, if you're basing it off last season, then Coastal Carolina should be in the top 25. Yes. If you're basing it off this upcoming season, I mean, come on. Like, look at the teams that are not in the top 25. Oklahoma State, TCU, Michigan, Northwestern, uh, BYU, West Virginia, UCLA, I understand. But Auburn's not. Dude, Louisiana Lafayette is in there. The, the Raging Cajuns are in 23, man. Come on. In fact, Eric, we can't do the fire alarm today. But if we could, I would sell you this right now. The top four teams, Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, will be the only teams that stay in within the top four, or at least their originating spots, out of the whole entire top 25. That means that Georgia will be not be in the five spots. They might be in the 10th. But Notre Dame, North Carolina, Oregon, Wisconsin, Florida, Miami, USC, LSU will all be lower than what they are ranked right now. Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State, I think will stay within that one to four range. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can agree with you on that. I can agree with you on that. I think that um, isn't that boring? 
It is a little boring. It's the same four teams every year. That's going to be in the college football playoff. Uh, Notre Dame has had a moment in there in the top four. Georgia has flirted with time up in that space. They've had their opportunities. But by and large, I mean LSU. I guess you can argue has had their moments up there as well. You know, every now and then, blue moon. But yeah, by and large, it's those same four schools. Yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not completely sold. I'm not sold on Cincinnati. I'm definitely not sold on Iowa, on Iowa State. Indiana's not in my top 25. Who is not in the top 25 now, but by the end of the year will be? Well, it depends how they do it. I'm going to get absolutely blasted for this. But if BYU can go on a nice little run here in the first five games, they could be in the top 25. I don't, I don't see that. What uh, do you mean you so don't see that? So much talent lost from a year ago and the schedule that they have? I don't no, I don't see that. I, I think Nevada is a team out of the Mountain West that will find itself into the top 25 when it's all said and done. That means they have to beat Boise State. Mm-hmm. Carson Strong is an animal. Tremendous quarterback. And that uh, Romeo guy Romeo is Dubs, too. Uh, I think they've got a good running back. They've got some good players in the secondary. Uh, I think that Nevada team is going to surprise a lot of people, and they're going to be in the top 25. Man, you haven't beaten Boise State, huh? Nine three one five. why would Audrey dog on a non-power five? Because they're not good. They're overrated. Uh, right. Coastal Carolina is overrated. I mean, Coastal Carolina had a great year last exactly. year. Uh, how much of that team is coming back, I don't know. I'm not qualified to say. 2417, he's talking about my love for Tampa Bay, New England. He waffles between those teams so much, I wonder if he's a fan of either. I am. 2417 also says, go you of you. He's a Utes guy. Okay, so let me ask you, 2417. Do the Utes finish in the top 25 when the season ends? Be realistic. Don't be biased. Do the Utes finish in the top 25? I say yes. I think that's a tremendous football team. Their preseason AP top 25, not in the coaches. Um, I think that they do. Uh, I think that Utah, um, they're with, good. The way dude. that their schedule lays out and the talent so that they so well have, coached. Oh, my gosh. I think Utah does end up in the top 25. That, you know, that's going to be one of the more disappointing things. And maybe 2417 can help me out here because he's a Utes guy. Um, and I'm not. But like, how disappointing would it be for Kyle Winningham to be in the league for as long as he has in the Pac 12 and not win a Pac 12 championship? For as good as they have been. It's always, you know, it's always the one game in November. They call it this now. It's the curse of the one game in November. Oregon, Arizona, and, and 2417 can adhere to this too. Like they've had Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, um, Oregon, Washington just break their hearts in November where on, they're on this tremendous run, one game away from the Pac-12 title, and just can't finish the job. It's, it's just, it's happened so many times to those guys. So yeah, I I I think, but I think Utah is going to be really really good. Uh, so there's a, as we mentioned, there have been a few uh, teams in the Mountain West that received some votes. Um, in the uh, several of them in the coaches poll, Boise State got votes. Uh, Nevada Air Force also got votes, but in the AP, only Boise State got votes. Uh, excuse me, sorry, Nevada did too. Nevada and Boise actually are tied, my bad. They are tied. Nevada got seven votes, and so did Boise State. I'll be dang wow. Yeah. Uh, but, but surprisingly, they're not giving a lot of love to San Jose, who's the reigning champ. Yeah, I, dude, well, okay, so here, I was just reading this West Coast college football thing. 
and it has all the week one games and their predictions. They are not very nice to the Mountain West. They have Nevada losing by three to California. They have uh, San Jose State getting tromped by USC by 21. Um, and then they have Utah State getting demolished by Washington State by a final score of 45-20. Ooh. They said that, they said that the offense has some fun pieces with Jaden uh, DeLara and Max Borgie, Travel, uh, Travel Harris in the lead offensive line. Uh, they said the Cougars will score points and the success of the season will come down to getting stops on defense. Utah State looks overmatched in every facet of this game. This one's going, uh, this is one after going one and five last season. That is brutal. Uh, speaking of Washington State, by the way, Nick Rolovich says that he will follow the mandate that's been issued from oh, the state of Washington. Uh, Washington Governor Jay Inslee uh, issued a mandate that uh, would require vaccinations, mandate uh, vaccinations, for anybody working at the state's colleges and universities, and that does include coaches. And uh, when asked on Thursday to uh, if he plans to follow it, he says, quote, I'm just going to follow his mandate, close quote, um, which is in contrast um, because in the Pac-12 media day, he says, uh, I'm not going to get vaccinated and didn't participate in person. So do you want to know what happened? The governor went to him, the president went to him and said, either you get vaccinated or your season's up in the air and you're not playing game one for sure. I'm sure. I'm and sure he's like, okay, yeah, whatever you need to do. All right, we got to take a break. Coming back, we got pick six. Um, and uh, it's time for me to go win another pick six. And this time, create a good tiebreaker, Eric. Hey, you. No, you no, no. The... It's your job to create the tiebreakers, and right. you failed. All right, great. That's coming up here on the Full Court Press 1069, The Fan. Crystal Vision is honored to be voted the gold medalist in Best of Northern Utah for optometrist and eye doctor. Thank you for your votes and trust in their business. To celebrate this award, they're offering a 20% off sale on their frames and lenses. Crystal Vision carries frames and lenses for your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. Hey, are you looking for a way to get back to your community? Join the United Way of Cache Valley for the annual Day of Caring. Thursday, September 9th, the Willow Park Pavilion, beginning at 9 a.m. Be a part of the United Way and their commitment to unite the caring power of Cache Valley to better the lives of the individuals in our area. You can make a difference. A Day of Caring with the United Way of Cache Valley, September 9th. Sign up at unitedwayofcachevalley.org or just serve. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. It's time to plan your fall home improvement project. You've had ideas on how to spruce up your outdoor space, and nothing is better than a smooth surface to party on. 
Castalite in Logan has pavers you can install yourself. But if you're not sure how to do it, their in-house professionals can teach you how to do it right. With Castalite, you can turn your outdoor living space into the entertainment capital of the neighborhood. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at Castalite.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson, and Ajay Salveson, Full Court Press, broadcasting live Dude, at Guild Mortgage. Can we give a big shout-out to AJ? I was just like, hey, what time is it going? Five? It's 5.50, and she's just hanging around here. She's like, well, I didn't want to abandon you guys. And I was like, oh, I feel bad. Like, you just... We can we should share our pizza with you her. You can have some more pizza. I'm going to share a pizza with her while you go home. <laughs> I'll just stay on my other end of the table. <laughs> uh, do you have a tiebreaker for us today, by the way? Uh, no, because you're still writing your lines. Good for it. you. Good for you, Eric. Hmm. Yeah, we'll do this. All right, so this is what we do every Thursday. We come up with six different things to preview the weekend. AJ picks three lines. I pick three lines. We try to figure out who's going to win. And uh, Monday we recap and find out, yeah, what happened. Hey, 2417, by the way, text in Pac-12 is a rough conference to beat every team in their league. Dude, that, that Pac-12 conference, it's tougher than people give credit for like, USC's a good football team. UCLA can invite you. Washington's always always good. Washington State, who the fetch knows what they're doing. Uh, Oregon State quit football about 10 years ago. So who knows with them. Uh, Oregon's a monster. So, yeah, I could I, I could see that. What, do, what are you doing, Eric? What's going on? You're doing all right? My screen's acting weird. All right. Um, should we do this? Get another pick six because we're get, running out of time. Well, yeah, let's go. So since I won. So, well, you were the last one to win. I'm on a three-week winning streak. You're on a three-week non-losing streak. There's a difference. No, I, We've I'm, defined this that's, before. No, Eric. We've already been down this I didn't road. lose last week. So I won. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to go first. Zach Wilson versus Green Bay. 185 and a half yards passing over under. How many? 185 and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the under. Hater. I'm going over. <laughs> okay. Please get over, Zach. Oh, sorry. Next? Uh, Mets. <laughs> Mets versus Dodgers. Ridge Hill versus Max Scherzer on a Saturday. Dodgers by three and a half. Over, under. That's too high. Uh, what, on which day? Uh, Saturday. Mets, Dodgers, Rich Hill versus Max Scherzer. By three and a half? Uh, I'm going to go two and a half. Sorry, I'm changing it. Dodgers by two and a half. Yeah. Okay. Over, under. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to go over. I like Rich Hill, but yeah. Uh, and then uh, Shohei Otani on Sunday. Uh, one, uh, does he get a home run? Yes or no. On Sunday? Yep. Uh, I'm going to say yes. Me too. Cal uh, Quantrill has had some serious issues throwing 
And he's given up a home run, I think, in the last five games. So, yeah, I'm going to go Otani on this one. All right. Okay, for me, uh, the Texans are at the Cowboys. And we'll hear that game on the fan. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and of. so the combined turnovers in that game, oh, setting it at three and a half. <laughs> Under. I'm going to go over. Okay, Utah State football has a scrimmage on oh, Saturday. Oh, good one. Dang it. Peasley passing yards. I'm going to set it at 150 and a half. That's under. I'm going to take the over. And then uh, Real Salt Lake takes on the Colorado Rapids this weekend. RSL by one and a half. I don't know. Under. I'm, I'm going to take the under. I need to hit up Curious George. Okay, and then our tiebreaker quickly. Um, let's say Logan Bonner touchdowns. Okay. Set a line. One and a half. On Saturday, the Utah State football scrimmage. Logan over. Bonner touchdowns. One and a half. You're Ooh, over. I don't think I'm going to get that one. I'll take the under. Yeah, I think you're going to win that one. Hey, a big thanks to Gill Mortgage for letting us be a part of their uh, day today and at their beautiful building again. Go get a mortgage through Gill Mortgage. It's the only place to do it right. A lot of different solutions out there that they have to yeah. help people in a lot of various uh, situations that you might be in. For Karen Nilton, Eric Franson, and Maj Salson, thanks for everybody tuning in. Good night, and we'll see you tomorrow. See ya.